On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. Now, of course, everything this week has revolved around the visit of President Biden to Ireland. There's been plenty of nods to history, including a reference to Benjamin Franklin. But what you may have missed in Ballina concerned Wolftone. One historical artefact shown to Biden came from the tragic end of Theobald Wolftone, considered the father of Irish republicanism. But to one US Democrat who was interviewed in the 1980s, Tone was a personal hero. Donald Fallon joins me now in studio for another episode of Hidden Histories to discuss. Donald, the view of Biden's visit varies enormously, but it's probably fair to say um, that here in Ireland uh, it was very successful, but maybe in America it's seen as badly timed. Yeah, look, how will history judge the Biden visit? Maybe that depends on on what Penn is writing the story, you know, if if it's uh, an Irish narrative or, or, or a British one. It's a very different tale. From an American perspective, it, it was probably a perfectly timed visit for Biden. You know, it took him out of the US during what is an enormous breaking story. I mean, I think this is the biggest breaking story since WikiLeaks. You know, the leaking of kind of classified military intelligence documents. That's going to be occupying a lot of politics in America in, in, in the weeks ahead. It was probably a nice time, actually, to be the American president and not be on American soil. And that was the line of attack. You know, Mike Mike Pence, who remember Mike Pence also came here on holidays. Uh, not too long ago, he insisted, I don't get what appears to be a family vacation in Ireland taking precedence and the president not doing a full-blown press conference. But look, I mean, for an American president in office or for a want-to-be American president, coming to Ireland is, is good politics, it's good optics. But yeah, how it played out, I suppose, in the American press was very shaped by that big, big story that's breaking in America. Yeah, we were talking earlier in the programme about the British view as well. That was different still. Perhaps they feel very slighted. Some joking that Biden only made time for tea with Rishi Sunak. For yeah, example. and they're really seeing it as a, as a snub. I think that's incorrect, to be honest, but that's the line that they've taken. And, you know, the fact that Biden isn't going to the, the, the coronation next month, uh, that's really annoyed some people in Britain. I mean, the Daily Mail are furious about that. Look at this guy swanning around loud in Dublin and Mayo. It's incomprehensible to them, you know, the special relationship that he won't go to the coronation. No US president has ever attended a coronation before. Really? And that seems to be irrelevant to them, to be honest. Mm. But Jill Biden actually is going to it, which is which is a very significant gesture, you know, in itself. That's the, really the first time there's been that kind of US participation uh, in, a, in a coronation event. But I think the weirdest line of all in, in UK coverage came... You know, predictably enough from, from the Unionists and the former DUP leader Arlene Foster said he hates the United Kingdom I don't think there's any doubt about that and the line of attack was very much well he may be a US Democrat but he's certainly also an Irish Republican you know, they really mm. waded in with that, that line but look actually Biden played it really well in the North uh, he paid homage to the other tradition you know the, the Ulster Scots blood he said the family ties and the pride in those Ulster Scots immigrants those Ulster Scots immigrants who helped found and build my country, they run very, very deep. And I mean, that was that was you know, a good note to hit in, in, in Ulster ears. Absolutely. Now, the reason we're, we're here to talking about Hidden Histories today is about what happened in Ballina and a, and a moment that perhaps many of us might have missed. It was a lovely, lovely moment and kind of a nod towards Biden's own history, I think, in, in Ballina, County Mayo. Really beautiful collection of Irish political history there called the Jackie Clark Collection. And it's just, if anyone hasn't, hasn't been to visit it, it's well worth stopping off at it. It spans four centuries. Jackie Clark was this amazing collector of Irish nationalist material. Some of it's really defining stuff, you know, 1916 proclamation. Some of it's very ephemeral stuff, buttons and badges and all of that. Uh, autograph, letters, flags, manuscripts, you name it. But Sinead McCool uh, from the Jackie Clark collection, brilliant historian, she displayed a number of items for Joe Biden to look at. And one of them was the feather. Uh, from the hat worn by Theobald Wolf Tone when he was captured in 1798. And as we'll get into today, there's a reason that that's very interesting. 
Yeah, and, and what makes it especially interesting is the fact that Biden has spoken about Tone in the past, calling him not only one of his heroes, but the person from history that he most admires, probably explaining a lot of his uh, deep yeah. feeling about Ireland. 1985, the Irish Times Washington correspondent, a guy called Sean Cronin, and he files this amazing piece for the Irish Times. Senator Joseph Biden, Democrat of Delaware, lists Wolf Tone as the figure of history he most admired. I called to his office to ask why and was told... Tone was a hero in the truest sense. As a young Protestant barrister, a life of wealth and fine living was his for the asking. But instead, he gave his life in an effort to unite the Irish people. He saw all the people of his land, Protestant, Catholic and dissenter, as Irishmen. But here's the amazing piece. This is a tiny little report in the side column of the Irish Times, 1985. I just love this little observation from Cronin. The senator is one of the rising stars of his party and is considered presidential timber. Yeah. And that was proven to come to pass. But absolutely extraordinary to, to, to give that shout out, if you will, to, to, to Wolf Tone in the 80s. Sean Cronin himself, a uh, very astute observer, uh, to say the least. He, but he himself had a very exciting life before uh, that post. For me, it's amazing he ended up in the job he was in. I mean, he was more than a journalist. He was a biographer of Wolf Tone, but he'd, he'd formerly been, you know, kind of in a former life, not once but twice, uh, IRA chief of staff, which is amazing. So... Mm. After imprisonment, he left that behind him. But isn't it mad that he was able to kind of rise to the position of Washington correspondent and that he was kind of able to swan around uh, the US Senate uh, with ease? It's just, it's extraordinary. You can't imagine that happening today. Absolutely not, no. (laughs) Now, just a speech in the Dáil had the historic mention of another man of that time, not Wolf Tone, but Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, look, there was a, a number of speeches across the island. I thought the... The speech in Belfast was very strong and I thought the speech in Ballina was really strong and that was, you know, that was like watching Barack Obama. He was just really switched on and he, he really gave the crowd what they wanted. Uh, I thought the speech in the Dáil at times was, was a bit rambling but in that speech he did mention Ben Franklin's visit uh, to Dublin. He told the Dáil, just four years before we issued our Declaration of Independence, Benjamin Franklin came to the Irish Parliament and declared and described it as, I quote, disposed to be friends of America. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that speech in the doll didn't really do it for me in the way the other ones did. But yeah, Ben Franklin, you know, unsurprisingly, very, very significant influence over the thinking of, of Wolf Tone, actually the Society of United Irishmen in Belfast, actually met in a pub that was known as the Ben Franklin Tavern with a mm. picture of Ben Franklin behind the bar. I mean, the hero worshipped uh, this guy. Bastille Day was a massive event in Dublin and Belfast in the 1790s that carry banners of Ben Franklin uh, through the streets. So I think like for Wolf Tone and for, for his generation, America was a kind of guiding light in the darkness. Uh, and they used to have this beautiful line when you, when you met someone on the street or you know, in the library or a pub or wherever it may be and you weren't sure if they were a member of the United Irishman too, you would ask each other, what's that in your hand? And they'd answer, it's a branch of what? Of the tree of liberty. Where did it first grow in America? Where does it bloom in France? Where did the seeds fall? in Ireland if yes. they knew all the answers you knew they were one of your own so I like that little nod to, to Ben Franklin in, in the doll speech Yeah lovely lovely touch um, Now Wolf Tone met his end in the great what if year of Irish history in 1798 of course Yeah look we could all be speaking French had it gone differently you know Jean-Paul <laughs> Francais it wasn't to be Tone was captured in 1798 uh, he'd attempted to secure French assistance for an Irish uh, rebellion and they came too late you know as as always the way in Irish history too little too late a bloody summer of rebellion and Tone wearing you know the uniform of a French army officer is, is captured and sentenced to execution so there's something about that little feather from the hat that's that's very powerful and look he cheats the hangman he takes his own life instead you know he, he says shoot me it's the death of a soldier don't hang me like a criminal on the eve of execution he, he cuts his own throat he goes out in his own terms so yeah I think Tone would be very tickled at the idea firstly of an American president 
giving a public address in Belfast, you know, the city where the United Irishmen were launched into the world. But secondly, I think he'd be amazed by that same US president and one who's called him a personal hero, you know, viewing the feather from his hat in, in Ballina. It's extraordinary how, you know, in 1985, this relatively unknown senator in Ireland tips his hat in the direction of Wolf Tone. 2023, he's holding the hat. Absolutely extraordinary way to round out the show. Donald Fallon, as ever, thank you very much for all of that. Donald, who is the author of several books, including the Eason's Book of the Year 2022, Three Castles Burning, A History of Dublin in 12 Streets. It's available in all good bookshops and his podcast of the same name, Three Castles Burning, is also available wherever you get your podcasts online. On the record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.